this week on a brand new episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. Willie Angelo get drafted, babe. Talk to your boy. At this point, Leangelo probably got a better chance of being drafted into the military than he do being <laughs> drafted into the NBA. I think somebody would uh I think somebody would sign him up in the G League, babe. I do. We supposed to be the losers, but we really know. They used to laugh at us, now we really know. They used to tell me never in my lifetime. I guess they wasn't in their right mind. Underdog. What's going on, folks? Welcome back to a brand new exciting episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. We just the realest sport podcast in all the land. True. But I don't know if you hear me. I mean in all the land. True. Man, we are back to wrap up the previous week of sports in dramatic fashion. No BS, no sugarcoating, no biases. Only the strong arm truth. This happens to be the first time you catch our show here on YouTube, or maybe you listening on one of our various podcast channels. I'm one half of the show. I go by the name of K-Spade the Prospect. And I'm your boy, the Paris 57, and together we form Strong Arm Sports Spade. Yes, sir. I usually start off this show, Spade, and I be like, we got a great show for you. Spade, eh, eh, I ain't doing that today. Spade, mm-hmm. I'm strong arm in the top beginning right now. I want to get your thoughts on it right now. Oh, Lord. We strong arm and out the gate. What you got, Yo, bro? out the gate. Out the gate. Spade. Yes. Baseball, baseball season started. It was open day uh, during this week. Baseball is not a topic on the show, y'all. Uh, and but Spin, I gotta get your thoughts. Talk to me about opening day of baseball. Keep it real. Keep it real, Spade. I mean, what you want me to tell you? We don't care. Look, I haven't cared about baseball since Ken Griffey Jr. hung up the cleats. <laughs> the last time I was a baseball fan, Frank Thomas was the big hurt, and him and Bo Jackson was teammates. So I don't know why you're asking me about opening day. I I'm care. asking you, Spade, because I know I know I supported some of them. Well, a few of them like baseball. They like baseball. Yes. A lot of and people they're going like to be baseball. in this comment section like, you guys didn't mention opening day, so I felt like we should have mentioned opening oh. day. I- oh, well, I got you. Hey, hey, guys. Baseball finna start. It, it, I, got I mean, it. it started. It was like some. Oh, it was like a oh, one nothing game in, in like twenty six innings. Lapaz, these people should know. I live in Georgia, and I okay. got a chance to grow up in a time where the Braves had Glavin, Smokes, mm-hmm. Maddox, mm-hmm. Uh, Justice, Gant, mm-hmm. Pendleton. I'm surprised we you know was, as many baseball players. Look, back then it was kind of tough to not be a fan. We was tomahawk chopping. Since then, I don't know what the Braves are doing, man. The Braves are terrible. This isn't a baseball town anymore. The Braves have moved out of Atlanta. They moved up to Cobb County, the Cobb County Braves. We don't care about baseball. Sorry. Bet. So one more question, Spade, and then I'm going to get started. What do you say to the people that say, oh, they don't like baseball, but they wear all these baseball hats? (laughs) You just made me look at myself. Hey, it's all about matching, man. It's all, you know. Okay. I I got a Pirates hat because it go with some Jordans I got. It's all about matching. It's, It's about fashion here. We do fashion on this show, too, but we don't do baseball. <laughs> Facts. Now, let's get right, into the meat and potatoes of this show, Spade. Let's get it, man. And I want to start in the NFL. I want to start in the NFL. And I'm going to tell you, it was a lot of things happening. We ain't even get to the draft yet. This is why the NFL will reign superior. Because we ain't even get to the draft yet. And it still got people like, yo, the league. The league. Oh, my God. It's probably it the does. best offseason the NFL has ever that's, had. That's ever. not true. That's not true. But Spade, I got to start in New York. A crazy situation, man. If you guys don't know, uh, 
uh, Giants management came out and was like, you know, nobody is untouchable, but we don't do not have plans to trade Odell Beckham Jr. We all know that Od- Odell. Not only do we want to be the highest paid wide receiver in the league, he want to be one of the highest paid highest players, players in the league. Yeah. One of the highest paid players. So I don't know how that's going to work out. Odell actually came out earlier this week and said he will not touch the field. The field of play if he hasn't received a contract extension. But that's not what we're talking about, Spade. Giant management also came out and said if we do decide to trade Odell, we want two first round picks. And I guess right behind that, Odell came through like, watch this. I wouldn't mind being I wouldn't mind being traded to the Rams. I like I like it out there. The Rams has got got something going. Spay, what the mm-hmm. hell is going on in New York one? And tell me, do you see Odell ending up in LA? I actually don't. I actually don't. I and I'm gonna tell you something. Odell is a lot of things, but one of the things I think we don't give him enough credit for is being a pretty smart guy. Uh Odell's pretty smart. So he's kind of played into it too. Uh, mm-hmm. reportedly he told some of the Rams players, and I quote, I want in, and, meaning that he, he wants to play for the Rams. Um, we know that him and Todd Gurley got a pretty good friendship, I guess. They once signed jerseys and swapped jerseys after the game. I don't know if that means they friends because NFL players do this a lot. I mean, somebody go out there and get their whole ass beat on the field and switch jerseys <laughs> with the person that just beat them up for four quarters. But, hey, this is the NFL. But uh, one quote in particular I took from this, article that i was reading was um somebody from giants management saying and i quote you don't quit on talent Mm -hmm. i think it gets to the point with some of the extra things that come with odell has become a bit of a problem it's become problematic to uh people in new york and you know new york is a a big uh media city you know what i'm saying it's a mainstream Mm -hmm. city so with that everything he does is going to be evaluated under the microscope it's going to be talked about a lot you got to worry about how that's going to affect your locker room you know you got guys that they just want to show up and play every time they turn around. They being asked questions about what Odell did. Mm-hmm. Odell dancing. Odell uh, got tattoos on his leg. Odell, whatever the hell else Odell got going on. So I kind of feel like the Giants saying, hey, nobody's, you know, nobody's untouchable out here. If we get the right offer, we'll make anything shake. Maybe that's their move to try to say, hey, Odell, I know you think you the GOAT and all that. But you ain't above the law. We can get you out of here. And Odell saying, hey, I want in. That's his way of countering back. Like, hey, y'all can move me if you want. I'll be okay. And at the end of the day, I don't think either one of these sides want to want to part with the other. I fully expect Odell to be back in New York. Fully. The crazy thing is I agree with you 100%. I actually thought you was going to go the other way. And it was, you know, you you big on this meet in New York media market. You said that Baker Mayfield couldn't handle that. And, you know, Odell has been in a lot of off-the-field stuff. You know, he just got caught. I think he was in France or London in a bed with a model or IG chick with drugs. Allegedly. 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 You got to say allegedly. But, Spade, I I agree with you 100%. I don't think Odell would be moved. And, you know, people, a lot of players, Spade, they always say, oh, if I don't have a long-term deal, I'm not going to play. We've seen Le'Veon Bell ended up playing. We've seen um, who just played under the tag. Like, oh, Kirk Cousins. He played under the yep. tag like three, four years. Well, I think three mm-hmm. years. I mean, I think oh, it's going to be hard for Odell to turn. I mean, if he get tagged, what are you going to make? Like probably $18 million for one year? It's going to be crazy. And, but he wants 20 a year. He reported yeah. he wants $20 mil per year. Yeah. Uh, Spade, let me, do, you, do you see him getting $20 mil a year? You see him being one of the highest paid players in the league? No. No? 
No. 20 mil a year for all that? No. That's a lot. Especially, it's such a quarterback-dependent position, man. Like, see, look, I, I'm going to tell you why I say no, Lopez. It's not because I don't think Odell's one of the I, best yeah, receivers in this league. It. Yeah. He, this would break it. Because you better believe why he's talking that. It's a bunch of other folks sitting back like, this man saying he wants 20 mil a year. See, people will do what you, I, I mean, not just in sports. In general, people will kind of do what you allow. Lopez, you and I, a lot of times we see things on TV and the news and be like, I can't believe that happened. Or right. you know, you working you working at a fast food restaurant and somebody take their drink and pour it on you. I can't see that happening to me. Cause I'm coming over that counter and I'm beating somebody ass. So I don't really see that happening to me. But people would do what you allow. So it's been kind of set. It's an unwritten rule. Nobody ever came out and said wide receivers can't make as much as quarterbacks. That's never been said. It's Word. just kind of been implied. Right. And if Odell gets twenty million a year, it is going to break the system. You're going to have so many people like, you know what? I don't want money for my position. I want top money. And it, things that go crazy. And you already got owners saying ignorant shit like you can't have the inmates running the prison. They're not going to let Odell break this unwritten rule that the league has been surviving on forever. They're not going to let good, that happen. That's bro. a good point, man. Spade, I got to Man. It's just, it's just been so much between Odell and the Giants as of late. I don't know. I... I I, I, I I totally agree with your point. I don't see them parting ways, but I, I totally think the Giants are getting tired of Odell's shit. And Odell I think they young... are, too. Say it again? I, I'm saying I agree. I, I think they are getting tired and, of the extra. And I, it, it would definitely take a king's ransom for them to move Odell. But, you know, I, I'm hearing people say, like, oh, if the Rams give them, like, the 23rd pick the hour before the draft, maybe the 23rd, like first round 23rd or whatever they got. They got like a high 20 pick in the first round. Maybe the, maybe the Giants would take it. I don't think the Giants would take that. No way. No way I would take, like, I would, it would have to be like the Browns. Like, I would have to get the Browns first two picks to, to move Odell. You, you know, Spade, I had Odell, I think number one on my wide receiver list. I love Odell. Odell is a beast mm-hmm. on the field. But I, yeah. I don't one. I, I agree with you. I don't think you can pay Odell. Oh, I don't think not just Odell. I don't think you could pay a wide receiver twenty million dollars because it's so dependent on the quarterback. Like he can't get it without the quarter. He can't even get exactly. the ball without the quarterback. Exactly. The, the quarterback has to decide to throw Odell the ball. Now Odell is a talented guy. I'm pretty sure he's going to get his targets. But you look at Eli. Eli, damn, this is this is Eli's last leg. Like you know, he he winding down. So you, the next guy, it's, the next guy behind Eli, if he's with the if he stays with the Giants, it's so dependent on that next guy. Like that next guy could be amazing. That next guy could be in the dumps, and Odell can go from getting a hundred and something catches a year to getting fifty catches, making twenty million dollars. Woo! That that that's a big cap hit for a guy that's so dependent on another position. And I don't know if you can do that. Let me throw this in before we move forward. Go ahead. The Rams have had an amazing offseason. Woo! Bro, could they even afford Odell? Could they even afford him? You know, Spade, they ain't paid my dude Aaron Donald yet, and Aaron Donald going to want that bag. And he deserved it. I mean, defensive player of the year. I mean, woo! He's going to get that bag. I don't know who the highest paid defensive player in the league is right now. Probably Von Miller, maybe. Maybe Vaughn. I'm not sure. I know somebody going to correct me in the comment section. I think it's Vaughn. I don't remember, though. But I don't know. And, uh, Aaron Donald would probably be the highest paid defensive player in the league, man. 
So I don't Let's I don't see. know how much cap room they got a lot of people still on rookie deals, Spade. So yeah, that's true. That's true. They got a lot of people still on rookie deals, but all these people are gonna want to get broke off. And I feel like I feel like that's the reason the Rams are kind of going going for it now because Spade, you know. When once the team go to the Super Bowl, and I'm not saying the Rams want to make a Super Bowl on paper, we talked about this last night, Spade. I said on paper the Rams look amazing without Odell, without Odell. Before I really got them winning their division, matter. Let's move forward. That's a go great ahead. way to segue into the next topic, man. In case y'all ain't know, man, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this right here. The Rams have really impressed me. If you looking at what the Rams are doing in this offseason and you're not impressed with that effort. And right now, you can only grade them on effort because you can work. get all these pieces and put them on your team and it can ultimately not work. But I, I get sick of seeing franchises afraid to make moves. You know, they, they I don't know what they be doing, Carolina. I don't know what they be doing, speak Dallas. On it. But, uh, speak on it. I've been, I've, been, but, I've been critical. I've been critical about Dallas this offseason. Yeah, I might be critical. I don't know Facts. what y'all doing. But anyway, if you look over here, man, you look at Wade Phillips, who already had that defense looking like it was the move, and this offseason has been like Christmas for Wade Phillips. Marcus Peters came over. Akeem Tlaib came over. And most recently, Indomitian Sue comes over. Now, you put Indomitian Sue beside Aaron Donald. Now, granted, Robert Jesus Quinn on the edge Christ. is now gone. Jesus. Robert Quinn is gone. But you put these two guys right here. Golly, man. Like, we don't know how it's going to work. I'm a Dolphin fan. We just had Indomitian Sue beside Cameron Wake for a few years. And I thought it was going to equal complete havoc. For the opposing team, and it didn't always equal that. Of course, injuries and other things come into play. But I mean, like I said, you look at what the Rams was doing on defense anyway. To me, hands down, the Rams win this offseason. Lapares is there any other team who could possibly throw a rock at what the Rams did in the offseason? Spade, you want to know what? I would have made an argument. Just an argument. I'm not saying they had a better offseason than the Rams. But I could I could have made an argument about the Browns, about the Browns. Yeah, the Browns made yeah. a ton of moves. I could have made an mm-hmm. argument about them. It's and I could really make an argument if they don't f up this draft. If they don't f up this don't hold draft, your breath. say it again. Don't hold your breath. We talking oh, about Browns? Oh, I'm not because I've been suffocated myself. Yeah, ain't never I could have made an argument. For real. I could have made an argument for the Browns, but Spade, you look at the Rams on paper, and we're we just talking on paper because we know all this stuff got to translate to the field, and we don't know how, how that's going to happen. Uh-huh. But on paper, Spade, they look amazing. They look amazing. Oh, my gosh, Crazy. Spade. When I seen them, first of all, you know how big I was on, how big I was, uh, how big I, how, how much I was on Aaron Donald uh, coming out of college. And, and I... We have debates about top fives all the time on this show. And you know I love Ndamukong Su. I seen Ndamukong Su in college with Nebraska get double team, slip the double team, stiff on one dude, and still make the play. Like, still get the, mm-hmm. a sack on the quarterback. And Ndamukong Su, Spade, I don't know what you – if you're in that division and you got to see, the, you know, barring injury or anything, and you got to see those dudes twice – Jimmy G is going to be in trouble, Spade. Who you double-teaming? Spade, who you double-teaming? Uh, all you can do is dial up some quick stuff. Screen. It's going to have to be drags. super quick because, I mean, some bootleg neither rollouts. one of those dudes is blockable one-on-one. You can't block rush. one. Of, yeah, man. You can, go ahead. You cannot block them dudes one-on-one. So if you double-teaming Aaron Donald, Sue going to eat. If you double-teaming Sue, Aaron Donald going to eat. 
Aaron Donald was the man last year getting double teamed and still eight. And LaPaz, I mean, to be fair, when but, Aaron Donald came out of college, who did you tell me he was the next coming of? Warren Sapp. Well, I think at some point you said Indomitian Sue, but it was funny because Indomitian Sue is definitely going to pass the torch, and it's just crazy to have both oh, of them. Yeah, I mean, Sapp, Sapp's out of the league, so of what's in the league. When Sue first came in the league, when he first came from Nebraska, yeah, he came in with that same ferocity that you see in Aaron Donald. Like, Aaron Donald's a lot shorter. I don't know if he's a lot shorter, but he looks short. You know, he, oh, yeah, he's short. I, I want to say Aaron Donald might be 5'11", Spade. Let me look it up real quick. I gotta look I it up. I don't even know if he that. He might be listed at that. I don't even know if he's that. He looks short. But boy, once that ball is snapped, his motor's crazy. And they have both oh, of them. Oh, they got him at the six feet. Thing. They got him at six feet. They lying. Yeah, that's that's a stretch. They lying. Spade. It, it, it's scary, man. I gotta say kudos to the Rams. We want teams to be gotcha. aggressive. We want teams to go out for the guts though. And they they at least attempting to go get it. And I I feel yeah. like like I was saying, I feel like they that's why they're trying to go get it now. They understand a lot of these dudes are still on rookie dudes. They a lot of these pieces are not gonna be here in the future because we're gonna have to pay some of these guys. Ty Gurley's gonna yep. get paid. Golf is gonna yep. get paid. Yep. Uh they, they decided to let Sammy go. They decided to let Ogletree go. They decided to let Quinn go. And Don, um uh Aaron Donald's gonna get paid. They're gonna have to pay one of these damn corners. Maybe Tlaib, maybe Tlaib don't have that, you know, that big window left with the Rams. But I feel like they are trying to go get it now because they're like, we got these guys on this rookie deal. And Spade, you know, once a team get deep in the playoffs, once a team make it to a Super Bowl, the whole NFL start picking players off that roster. They be like, let me yep. get that, let me get that. Then you lose a lot of players. And, and I think the Rams understand that, and I feel like that's why they are going to get it now. And kudos to them because they, on paper, that's all we can talk about right now, on Plus, Spade. Oh, my gosh. Last point, and then I'm going to move on. We didn't even get to the draft yet. They still want, They still got a draft pick. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So that could potentially turn into another another uh, impact player that, that can help them out. I, I don't know, man. We ain't, Spade, if they get Odell, it would just be amazing. It would be over. I, I don't know. I mean, Odell I ain't getting that money he want out there, but who knows. We can move on, bro. I, I want, Let's do it. Sticking, sticking to the NFL. Spade, here we go again. Here we go All again. Right. They done made an adjustment to the catch rule. Again. Spade, That's I'm so good. confused. And I, let me, I'm going to read, I'm going to read, before I get your opinion, I'm going to read the new, the, the, I'm doing quote fingers over here, the proposed catch agreement, catch the defining rules. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm more confused. Maybe you can explain it. The NFL, boy, they are making catching the football just trigonometry out here. They're making it st- statistics. They're making it calculus. I, they're making it more confusing than it has to be. One, it's a one, control of the ball. Like, that should be a no-brainer, right? They, of course they should control the ball. Two, right? two feet down on another body part. We know one knee equal two feet. We already know that rule. It's a, a football move, three, a football move such as a third step, reaching, extending for the line to gain, or the ability to perform such act. They said with these new, these new rules in place, the Des Bryant catch would be a catch. The Jesse uh-huh. James catch against the Patriots would be a catch. Spade, uh-huh. so what are they doing? What, why, is, why is catching, why do the NFL... Make catching the football so hard, man. 
You know what I think they're trying to do, LaParis? And I don't know if you're going to agree with me here. I think their game plan is to give their officiating crews a out. Because okay. every time they come back and they tinker with this and they make revisions to it, it's still not really clearly defined. Now we're going to be having arguments about what is a football move. Like, Thank you, bro. At, at first, I was right with him. I was like, cool, cool, cool. And then they was like a football move. And I was and like, that's here gonna, we go. Here's yes, another that's thing be for us to, to argue to and debate about. Ref, exactly. Yep. That's going to be left to doing it on ref purpose. interpretation. It, it's still going it to be purpose. confusing. Go ahead, Spade. It is, I'm sorry. But they're doing it on purpose. Because by, giving, by making something just a little bit cloudy, if a bad call happens, if a play get botched, at least you can't. No, without any shadow of a doubt that that official screwed up. Now he still can hide behind, ah, is this a football move? What's a football move to you? That's not a football move to me. And I guess I want to applaud the fact that they tried to make it more clear, but then I got to give them my F on trying to make it more clear because they tried to make it more clear, but I'm no more clear today than I was two weeks ago. I still I still don't know. I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm more confused. It's still going to be left up to said person interpretation, man. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is going to cause this is going to cause a lot of fumbles too, Spade. Because they ain't gonna they're gonna be like, was that a football move? That's a football move. You know what? Let's just call it a fumble. Like he, he it's a fumble. I I don't understand why why catching a football is this hard that it needs this many rules. A, it's, a football, it's a reaching or extending. Now, we know, we seen a ton of plays last year, Spade. It was a ton of plays last year when, when people extended to the end zone and, the, and like, mm-hmm. the ball hit the pylon. It didn't hit the ground, but the ball hit the pylon, went out of bounds, and they called it a fumble, and then it was a touchback, which is, uh, Spade, I don't understand why. This it's your so, sport. This your trash-ass sport. I've been banging the cannon on the internet. Why, why do we not know what a catch is? This is like an ongoing issue for, for years now. For years. We still yeah, don't know what a catch is. I'm, I know. Go ahead, Spade. I mean, I, I just feel sorry for you. If I could, I would reach over there in your little box and hand you a Kleenex. It's I mean, I, 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 this your I think this rule just complicated it a little more than it really already was when we could just, we can, you can see if it's a catch. You can see it's a catch. I, I felt, the, Spade, let me ask you. You felt that Jesse James' catch was a catch against the Wings? Yes. Did, yes. Did, you, did you feel that Dez Bryant' catch was a catch? Yes. Uh, and you felt, uh, was it Zach Ertz in the Super Bowl? Did he catch that touchdown? Kind of. Yes. You felt that was a catch, right? Yes. I, I mean, I, I felt like people. I, I feel like people know what's a catch and what's not a catch. And I feel like the refs should know that too. But I feel like putting this rule, these rules out, it's, it's, it makes the ref second guess themselves. And, and it's only gonna it's only gonna confuse them more. It's only gonna confuse them more. So we're gonna still have these same issues. We're gonna have to go to replay, see if a guy did a football move. They're gonna be like, ah, well, maybe that was a football move, so it's gonna be a fumble. It's, it's gonna be a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. I don't understand why catching a football is this hard. This is a trash ass sport. LaParis, <laughs> let's move forward. I got a great topic for you, bro. Okay. You talking about all the great news about the NFL and how always oh, so great because you're talking about us and it ain't even the draft. Well, all this news ain't great. This got through talking about the catch rule. That was pretty trash. And I don't know how you're going to feel about this. I don't know how you're going to feel about this either. Lamar Jackson 
Hey, this show is a fan of Lamar Jackson. He just had yeah. his pro day. Now, you know, for know the Lamar second time, babe. Nah, I'm not slandering him. For the second oh, okay. time in a row, Lamar chose not to run the 40. Which People I had a problem with. Understand? You completely understand. Yep. He went out there. He, he proved that he could throw from under center. LaParis, let me tell you what he did that a lot of people don't do at their pro days. Go ahead. A lot of folks, when they display that they can throw from under center, they just get up and they pretend like it's a center there. They don't mm. actually bring a center to their pro day. But okay. Mike Jackson did. His, his dropbacks look good. Most of his throws look good. Most of them look accurate. Most of them look on the money. What we did realize in this thing is that his receivers, bruh, bruh, all I'm going to say is, I ain't never seen that. Look, we just got through talking about there's no pressure at a pro day. So if it ain't no pressure, why can't your receivers receive? Like y'all got, you got, relax me, relax. Let these receivers go. It's not about y'all. A lot of folks came away with this thing feeling uh, some kind of way. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why Lamar Jackson is so polarizing, but it don't seem to be many people in the middle. Either pro Lamar or you're against him. And I saw, I did a lot of reading, and to my surprise, I saw somebody say that his pro day didn't help or hurt his draft stop. He didn't change any, whatever people thought about him going into it, he didn't change their mind. He still showed some accuracy. This isn't my words. Still showed some issues throwing outside of the hash, that back shoulder fade. Said that he still, he, he need to widen his stance. His stance is too narrow. And just basically pick the man apart. And there's some folks, LaParis, actually upset that he didn't run the 40. How do you feel about both? One, first, did he help his stock in your opinion? And two, what do you feel about this not running the before, 40? Before I go, Spade, I want you to say, I want you to tell the people, because I felt like you explained it perfectly. Tell yes. the people why Lamar Jackson shouldn't have ran the 40. Okay, because most of these NFL scouts are salivating at the fact that this guy could play a position other than the one he wants to play. These Mm -hmm. other positions that they want him to play are one of the biggest assets you can have, they want you to have, is speed. Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson is blazing fast. Like, we don't need a stopwatch to know he's blazing fast. We got years of game film of him dropping back, wanting to pass, the offensive line breaking down, and him taking off and running by everybody. If he runs the 40 and he smokes it like I fully expect him to, 4-4-ish type stuff, it's only going to ramp up everyone saying he should be a running back, he should be a receiver, you could use him in special teams. That's all it's going to do. They don't want to see him as a quarterback. So why go out there and show those people how fast you can sprint? Because that's all they want to see anyway. And I told, and when you said when you wrote that on Twitter, I said that's exactly the reason why he shouldn't run the forty because yep. all it's going to be, oh, see, he should be a wide receiver. He should be. Yep. He should change positions. We are. We already know Lamar Jackson is fast. He probably will join the NFL and be the fastest quarterback in the league. Arguably, maybe I don't know. I don't know who would be faster than him. I think he'd be the fastest in the league. Personally. I was going to say I, I don't see anybody faster. But Spade. Um, I want to say people said that 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 if anything, one of that pro day showed me that pro day showed me that Lamar Jackson people banging the cannon on Lamar Jackson about his completion percentage. Oh, he's not an accurate mm-hmm. passer. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, his accuracy. Oh, his completion percentage. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you guys something. Lamar Jackson completion percentage went up every year. 2015, 50, 50, 54.7 percent. 2016, 56.2 okay. percent. 2017, last year. 
59.1%. But you want to know what else? What else? Lamar Jackson team had one of had the highest percentage of wide receiver, not just wide receiver, excuse me, skill position drops in all of college. So he threw 59%. He threw 59% last year. And I think his his, his team was 12, they, 12% was drops. So you don't think that hurts his uh, field goal percentage? Yeah, the wide receiver get a drop. Absolutely. The wide receiver yeah. get a drop, but if the wide receiver it's catch the ball, he's easily him. in the 63, 65% percentile. If they, That's a good the, point. The, the, the good NCAA point. average is 6%. His team is dropping 6 more percent of the passes than the lead, than, than the NCAA average. That's terrible. That's and, it, and it showed at stats. a pro day how how bad his receivers were. I mean, Spade, I'm a, I mean, he was throwing the ball hard. But some of them passes, they, Spade, they were was, they was some nice balls, and they was going right through the receivers' hands. And I'm like, look at this. Goodness yeah, gracious. Bad. They can su- they can suit me up right now, right now, and I could catch better than some of those guys out there, Spade. Easily, yeah. I mean it's it's terrible, and you know they want to talk about Lamar Jackson and his completion percentage when old boy up there in Wyoming throwing like fifty three percent, fifty three percent. Come on, man. But they talking about that dude about to be a, a high pick in the draft. I'm a, I'm a Lamar fan, so maybe people want to say, oh, he's biased. I, I, I totally agree with you, Spade. Lamar Jackson should not have ran the 40, and I'm glad he didn't. And yep. if that pro day showed me anything, it showed me that Lamar Jackson really was Louisville. He was the whole team. He was the whole team. Them receivers, oh, yeah. them, them receivers, they, 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 really, they really let him down a ton of times, even at his pro day. How you, you mean, sh- Spade, they was dropping the ball in shorts and T-shirts. What you think they want to do in equipment getting hit? Yeah. Terrible. I peep. Terrible. I peep. Uh, LaParis, I got to tell you something. I'm kind of proud of you, bro. Go you ahead. sound like me over there. I, I don't know if I've ever heard you dive into your numbers like that. I like I like when you come with the numbers. I like that. That's good mm-hmm. stuff. That's good stuff. I, I'm just, Spade, this dude, I, I mean, I like I like the kid. And, you know, he's going to probably, he probably go... You know, they, they still project him to go in the first round. Now I'm seeing some Lamar chatter about him going in the first round. I'm hearing San Diego was at the pro day. I'm hearing a few teams was at the pro day. Maybe it go late mm-hmm. first round, maybe in the second round. But I just yeah, hope he gets an opportunity. Uh, projected. Spade, where did you say you're going to go? Uh, look, it's one team that I just would not be shocked if they scooped them up. I told the passes off camera, man. I don't know what it is, but Pete Carroll... It's the only coach in the league that don't mind letting a brother hold a clipboard. Like, you don't see a lot of black backups. But Seattle has always seemed to have one. They had Seneca Wallace. Mm -hmm. They had uh, Tavares Jackson. They had Trevon Boykin, who just recently got locked up for putting his hands on a female. Do better. Do better. But, hey, right now it seems to be a vacancy. And and I would not be shocked if Seattle picked him up. Now, he is projected to go around 28 to 35, somewhere Mm -hmm. Like you said, late first, early second. Mm-hmm. And wherever he goes, man, I just want somebody to give him a shot at what the kid wants to do. I mean, he's proved that he can throw the football. He's a hell of a quarterback. Give him a shot. It. That's not to say he's going to set the league on fire. Everybody don't. Everybody Look, don't. Spade, why do, why, do he, why do he have to – I'm not asking you because I know you know. But oh, why yeah. do he have to set the league on fire? Why? It's not. Like, I hate to say it because people want to say life ain't fair, but for a guy like Lamar Jackson, 
he has to set the league on fire. But we've seen guys like Kyle Bowler come in the league. Like, what did Kyle Bowler do? And he was a he was a top pick in the draft. I, it's, it, I hate to say it because people are going to be like, oh, well, life ain't fair. But it's not fair, man. They want Lamar Jackson to change positions and be this set the league on fire guy. Why, why, why can't he just play quarterback? It's a lot of... It's a lot, of, and I'm not saying he's going to be mediocre, but it's a lot of mediocre quarterback play, and I think Lamar Jackson can come in and take somebody's damn job. That's what I think. Well, I tell you what, for anybody, and I know everybody don't get a chance to follow sports as closely as we do, so I just want to share some information. If you want to know anything about Lamar Jackson, if you want to know anything about the team that he plays for and how things go, in your spare time, do your Googles, Look mm-hmm. up Louisville versus Wake Forest. Look up that game, and it is going to blow your mm-hmm. mind. It is going to blow your mind when you see what was Wake Forest's record. Let me see right quick. I don't know, but they didn't they give up like 700-yard total offense to Wake Forest? Bruh, I think – let me see what Wake was. Wake, where y'all at? Wake. Come talk to me, Wake. Just look up that game, y'all. That's all I'm going to say. Just look up that game. Wake Forest was 4-4 four and four in their conference, I believe. Do I got it here? Yep. They finished 8-5, and five, but they finished 4-4 and four in the ACC standings. Louisville also finished 8-5 and five overall and 4-4 four and four in, this, in, their, uh, in the ACC. Look up that game. That'll tell you all you need to know. I'm ready to move forward, bro. Let's take it to the NBA, bro. Well, yeah. is it the NBA or Spade? Man, you talked about this off off air, man. You made you made some great points, so I just you know we decided to add it as a topic. But yeah, and, and you you're unofficial ball boy. I'm tired of talking about the balls every week, but they just find their way somehow to make it on this show. It's my brother, Spade. You gotta brother. talk about Leangelo, Leangelo, Leangelo ball. He declared. For the NBA yes. draft, baby. Now, if you guys don't know, he's over there playing him, Lavar, and um, what's the little brother, Lamelo, Lamelo, yep. over there playing in Lithuania. If you guys didn't know, Leangelo decided to declare for the draft. You know, you have to be one year out of high school to be uh-huh. eligible to play in the NBA. He did his one uh-huh. year over there in Lithuania. After he announced yep. that he's going to the draft, Spade, you want to know what he did? Drop seventy-two he points. Do? He dropped 72. seventy-two of them things. Yeah. So, I, I, woo! I cannot, I cannot wait to case Spade get into this topic. Leangelo Ball declares for the draft. Spade, I want to ask you the hard question. Yes. Will yes. he be drafted? Spade. He, will Leangelo get drafted? Spade. Talk to your boy. Look, man. I don't like. Spade, when don't you bring Spade. Topics. I know you're unofficial uh, ball. Nah, let me. Let me have my lead in. Let me have my lead oh, in. I don't okay. like when you bring topics to the show that make me say things that aren't nice about my step family. What you mean? Listen, man. At this point, Leandro you, probably been, the got The past two weeks chance. you've been kind of rough. The past two weeks you've Bruh. been kind of rough. At this point, Leandro probably got a better chance of being drafted into the military than he do <laughs> being drafted into the NBA. Let me tell you something, man. I, I like Leandro, and I'm gonna tell you something. Leandro actually, I do. He actually has game, and, and I'm going to take it a step further. I think when it comes to, like, his 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 form and the way he shoots, I think he actually has a better shot than either of his brothers. Go go ahead, and, he's go ahead and call him your favorite word, Spade. Go ahead and call him your favorite word. 
No, listen. He's a tweener, y'all. That's he's your favorite tweener. word. That's it. That's not my favorite word. That's his characteristic. This guy is really, in high school, he played kind of as a big. He's not really big enough to be a big, and he really don't have the handles or the speed or the quickness of any of that stuff to be a guard. I'm going to tell you two very bad decisions led Leangelo into this spot right here that I don't like. One was his Still in China? He was overseas trying to steal shit, which I don't understand why. I don't know if he was trying to show out for his friends. I don't know if he thought that was cool. I don't know, but it was a very, very poor decision. Now, I'm not going to crucify the kid for that because he was a kid making a dumb decision, and as a kid, I made dumb decisions. I make some dumb decisions as an adult. None of my decisions was that dumb, but mm. dumb nonetheless. That decision right there definitely put him in a bad spot. And as a result, his father didn't like the punishment that UCLA was dishing out to him. I mm. said here on this very show, I believe you teach kids. If my kids make a mistake, whatever the punishment is for that mistake, I want them to go through it to learn their lesson. If UCLA had decided that D'Angelo couldn't play this entire year, I'd have made my son go through that for embarrassing me, taking his ass overseas and stealing. I would have made him go through that. But LeVar made the next very poor decision. He withdrew his son from UCLA, thus making him ineligible to get that scholarship, jacked that whole thing up, and then took him overseas, which I thought maybe it could work out. He didn't go to Spain, LaParis, or one of these places where their Euro League is respected. He didn't mm -hmm. take him there. He took him to Lithuania. I still was somewhat on board. He also organized where Lithuania would play some exhibition games against lesser talent. I didn't really like that, but I still was on board. But let me tell you, when I jumped off board... When you jump, I got some numbers right here, bro. Oh. I got some numbers. Do, oh. do you want to know... Do you want to know what Leangelo averaged per game over there? Do you want to know what he averaged, bro? I mean, he just dropped 72, so he got to be like 25, 30, right? He averaged 16 points a game, Ugh. bro. Ugh. 16 points a game. Now, look, the Ugh. Leangelo fans are going to jump in the mentions and say, Spade, it was some games that he didn't get a lot of minutes. It was some games he didn't come off the bench. You know, the Lithuanians looked over at the Ball Brothers and probably felt some kind of way. We've been over here playing for 35 people. Y'all showed up. We got damn Facebook cameras and stuff out here. And damn it, we want to get on the camera just like y'all do. So, man, look, the Ball Brothers out there wide open. The Lithuanians ain't passing. They trying to, hey, they got, they want to go pro too. But the thing is, if you're going to withdraw your son from UCLA and take him to Lithuania, he has to dominate. He got to look like a man amongst boys over there. And 16 points a game ain't cutting it. Now let me go to something else. Yeah, after he made his announcement that he was declaring for the draft, he went in, he dropped 72. And everybody said, look, all he needed was the ball. First of all, that was an exhibition game against youth talent. And before mm. you guys try to cape for that, in the very next game, four days after his 72-point game, how about Leangelo and LaMelo both combined for eight points in a game that they lost? Huh? And let me give you some more stats. Leangelo finished that game one of seven. Mm. Mm. Bro. Spade, I, he, he declared bro. for the draft. Well, I mean, what Spade, what was his other option? What should he have done? I mean, don't say stay, don't say stay in school because that's, all, that's off the table now. Couldn't stay in school, but he could have he done another year in this league. What I would have liked to seen him do was leave this Lithuanian league, go play in a league that is more respected, and, and compete 
and show these guys that you want it, man. I just, I, I don't like this. He's a kid, so I fought him somewhat, but I put more fault on LeVar. And I've been saying LeVar is a genius, but I don't like this. You put him over there, and the world was watching. I tuned yeah. in to some of those games that you had to be on Facebook to watch. I don't go on Facebook because I'm scared one of my old crazy chicks from fifth grade is going <laughs> to find me. I don't like Facebook. I was on there to watch these kids, and he didn't look dominant enough. He did get better as the season went on to start the season off. He looked out of shape. He looked slow, sluggish. It was dunk attempts that he was rim grazing on. By the end of their little season thing, he was he was putting it down with ease. He did get better. But LaParis, he didn't show enough. Right now, the best case scenario for Leangelo is getting a contract with a G League team and balling his ass off and getting the call up. That's the best that's, case that's, scenario for Leangelo. That's why I'm going to go spend. I, I, they're going to have to deal with a, with some hard truth. Now, LeVar came out early in the year and was like, if my son, all my sons ain't on the Lakers and they don't draft my sons, then we pulling, we pulling um, Alonzo up off the Lakers and they're going to all play together. Well, they all going to be playing together in the G League because LiAngelo was not getting drafted. I'm sorry, y'all. First of all, I don't think I don't think NBA teams, they, they see all the turmoil uh, that LeVar has been putting on Luke Walton and Lakers management and all that crap. They pretty, they, you know, him with the media, they done banned him from talking to the media. It's all that yep. outside noise I don't think these teams are going to want to deal with. It's, nope. you'll, you'll deal with that. You'll deal with some of that stuff for Lonzo because you can see, okay, Lonzo could be special. Like, you can see special, special characteristics. You'll be like, okay, I can see something here. You're not about to deal with that for no Angelo Ball. You're not. So, he's not as talented as Lonzo. You, you said you said nope. you respect his jump shot better than uh, Lonzo, I and I mean some of them. I mean when he looked like his jump shot is more fluent, is is more of a natural a natural shot. But right. Spade, like you said, he's a twenty. He don't really have a position. And when Spade, when you at least in my opinion, when you don't really have a position like that, you you either gotta be athletic as hell or you gotta be a bully. You gotta be a bully enough to. To play the four, or you got to be athletic enough to play the three. And he's neither. He's neither. Yeah. So, I, agree. I don't see him getting drafted. I'm interested to know what the fans think, what the supporters of this show think. Leangelo Ball, do you guys see him getting drafted? Because I don't I agree with you, Spade. Again, shockingly, me and you don't normally agree on this show. But I see him in the G Not League. Not this much. I, see him, I, see, I definitely see him in the G League. And I, I, I mean, I don't know. The crazy thing is, I don't think that's going to make LeVar happy. He's not going to like that at all. He might send but his bro, son overseas uh, to play wait, again. Though. Go ahead. Wait, it's not a given that he goes to the G League. That's best case scenario. That's best case scenario. He could, look, and, and now if you LeVar, you got to start, you got to start pondering the possibility that he don't get a, he don't get a contract anywhere. So then you're going to have to I, take him back overseas. I think, I, I mean, I, that's definitely probably option 1a but I, th I think somebody would uh i think somebody would sign him up in the g leagues babe i do i think he can play i think he can play and i'm not saying i think he's nba talent i don't somebody tweeted me and said man this guy averaged 30 points a game in high school somebody's gonna give him a shot and i told that guy i used to work with somebody that averaged damn near 30 i don't know if it was 30 27 28 points a game in high school that was working in the factory 
So, I mean, I don't want you to think that's a given. It's folks in college that average, you can go to a small college and average 30 points a game. That don't mean you're going to be a productive pro. I mean, it don't mean it. The I fact mean, that the matter Wade is, to go wheels and drop 100, 100 points in a high school game. And he went to yeah, the Cavs man. and, you know. But he was going to be all right, though. He was going to be all right. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just the fact that, like, Lonzo Ball's a point guard and he's taller than LiAngelo. You got to understand what I'm telling y'all. This guy's a 20. He's a 6'5". What is he? Small forward? Power forward? 6'5"? And I'm not saying can, he can't, can, it, it can't I gotta be done. Ask you, it can Spade, be you done. Do the basketball I haven't seen show. I got to ask you. Can, can he play the two? No. Flat out can't. No. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, can't, I can't see him. I can't. Mm. Like I said, what, you, I, I feel. What they want to make him? They want to make him a Draymond bill. They want him, they want him to be like a, a poor man's Draymond. But ain't but Draymond Dray like 6'8"? Six, six, yeah, six seven, six eight. Yeah, this guy's six five. Like I, I think six, Donovan five. Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, like six four, ain't he? He's six three. This is what I'm saying. When you, when you a guy at that height, and you, and I'm not talking about Donovan Mitchell. I'm talking more about Leangelo, especially for him. Like you either gotta Donovan Mitchell is athletic as hell. Like you gotta be athletic yeah. as hell, or you either gotta be a bully. You. Got, uh, I, I don't. I don't see him making this bid. I'm sorry. I don't know. And Lavar's. I don't think Lavar's going to take that well. At, at, at some point, some point, Lonzo's going to have to make a stand. All that. I, I'm going to take my son off the Lakers if don't nobody pick up my his, his brothers. You, he'd be a fool. He'd be a fool. And it probably wouldn't be the first time Lavar has done something foolish. But he would be an absolute fool to ruin his son's pro career on some try. Look, man. If you, listen, as a father, if you get a kid in the league, that's like winning the lottery, bro. Word. And I, I don't mean I don't mean for the financial gain. Well, I mean I the pride of cutting the TV on and seeing your son in the league. Yeah, man. That's winning the lottery. If you get more than one, that's even better. But this fool want all three of them in the league on the same team? Yeah, what? Man. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. Don't 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 ruin Lonzo's career with that that foolishness. Don't Eventually, do that. Lonzo's gonna have to make a stand and be like, "My father, do not speak for me." I mean, maybe maybe you know he seemed like a quiet guy. Maybe he said that behind the scenes. Maybe he said it behind the scenes. But he, woo! I don't see. I'm interested to know what the fans fans think because I don't see Leangelo getting drafted in in the league. And it's two. I mean, it's two rounds. And I mean, I, and even in the second round, it's usually those second round picks, a lot of those guys. Let me not say a lot. Majority of those guys, they don't. They end up in the G League. They end up some, you know, playing overseas or something. A lot of them don't make it to the league. That's why a lot of second round picks they be foreigners. You know, they they stash some some of these guys overseas and let them, you know, see see how it work out over there. But they just have the rights to them. But I, I really don't see this guy even getting drafted in the second round. I can see him playing in the G League, but I don't think that's going to. Uh, I don't think that's going to uh, make LeVar happy, so I, I definitely probably see him back overseas, man. Somewhere when LeVar right. could control the narrative and run the situation how he want to run it. He's not about to do that shit in Spain and over there where they playing in the FIBA and all that. He ain't about to do it over there. But Lithuania, right. he, he can do that shit in Lithuania, but he ain't about to do that over that's there true. in the FIBA. So I definitely, Let me say this before we end this segment, ahead. bro. LiAngelo is going to, without a doubt, he's going to get an invite to the Summer League. And I hope he kills it. I hope Ooh, I'm babe, wrong. You see him in summer league? I don't know, bro. I, I think he's gonna get a chance to ball at some of these summer league. Now listen, I'm not saying that he's going. Look, because you can be undrafted and still get an invite yeah, to the can. summer league. Yeah, you can. 
So I, mean, we I seen... think he gets an invite to a summer league, and I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he kills it. But LaPaz, I don't see it. Yeah. I just don't. Man, I don't. don't know how the fans think, though. Leave your thoughts in the comment section down below. Let's move on, bro. Man, don't you never come in here and put me where I got to talk bad about Babe, my we, damn spe- step Listen, brother. bro, this is strong arm sports. You got to kick the strong arm truth. You got to make some hard decisions, my dude. Hey, listen, don't you never do that shit again, ever. It's, and It's been two LeBron, weeks in a row. I'm hoping LaMelo. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Hoping La, I'm hoping LaMelo do something next week so we can talk about him. Well, it better be something good. Let's move forward since we're in the NBA, man. We got to talk about a, a very special moment in the NBA. Of course, I'm talking about a brand new Hall of Fame class. A bunch of cool guys just got their tickets to go through the Nate Smith Hall of Fame. And I'm going to drop some names for you. Jason okay. Kidd, Steve Nash, Ray Allen, Grant Hill. Fans of all these guys, especially Ray Allen at one point in time. One of my favorite players of all time, matter of fact. The parents, I mean, I guess it ain't much to speak on with this, but... uh. Anybody there you don't feel like deserve to be there? See? Uh-oh. Here you go, y'all. I gotta be that guy. I gotta be that guy. Don't. Go ahead. I gotta be. Spade, you gotta let me be that guy. I gotta be that guy. Steve Nash. Like. Come on. uh, uh, Two-time Let's be honest. Let's. Hey. I'm not saying Steve Nash wasn't a good player. I don't even know who the other candidates was, but. I, I feel like people. Well, one of them, the, he st- one of them, he stole from Shaq. I'm about to say he got these MVPs. Let's be honest. One of them was Shaq's. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. So in my, I mean, technically, realistically, he has two MVPs. But I feel like one of those MVPs should have been Shaquille O'Neal. That's how I feel. I feel yeah. like a lot of people give Steve Nash a lot of credit. Oh, I do. I feel like I know I what you're like gonna do, give, huh? I know what you're about to do. What I'm about you to do? Credit you about to credit Dan Tony system. I, I, I am Dan Tony system. I am Dan Tony Spade. I feel like when you in Dan Tony system, it kind of inflates your stats because of the pace you play at. And let's be honest, when when he was running, when he was running that five seconds of left less crap over there in Phoenix, over there in Phoenix, yeah. I mean. It, you know, it, the league ain't never seen nothing like it before. They kind of, well, it was it was kind of hard to adjust to. Now, I'm, I got Steve Nats in front of me. And, and Spade, when we're talking about Hall of Fame, we are talking about complete body of work, right? We're talking about career, right? I guess. Yeah. I don't and like I'm where looking, you're going with this. And I'm, I'm not and happy. I see, and I see Steve Nash averaged 14 points. And only eight and a half assists. Now I know he was he had some years when he averaged eighteen when he was in Phoenix, he was dropping eighteen and ten and, and eighteen and eleven and sixteen and eleven. I see, but body of work career, fourteen and eight and a half. And I don't wanna say he's not a Hall of Famer. That's not what I'm saying. I don't know who the other candidates was. I don't know who they were. I don't know who they were. But I feel like Steve Nash get a lot more credit. Than he deserved. That's how I feel. Grant Hill, we already right. know Grant Hill was going through some injuries, but Grant said Grant Hill was amazing. Ray Allen, amazing. Ray, Ray Allen, especially early Ray. Early Ray would dunk on your ass, light it up, shoot it in your face. Like, early Ray was amazing. And Jason Kidd, y'all already know, man. Any dude that any dude with Kenya Martin that can backpack the Nets to the damn finals back to back. I mean, they lost, 
but they backpacked them back to back to the finals. You, you amazing. I, I I feel like Steven. I know they're gonna kill me, Spade. I'm already prepared for it, but I feel like well, people give Steve Nash a lot more credit than he deserves. Go ahead. Let me tell you, and you know you like my brother, right? You know that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do, cause you just pulled a pin on a grenade and dropped it by your foot. Yeah. And I'm gonna come over and push you out the way and throw myself on the grenade. Okay. I'm gonna defend Steve Nash. I'm gonna defend okay. Steve Nash. Okay. But I'm gonna make people more upset with me than they are with you. I don't know, Spade. You cannot I'm just come for like... Steve Nash. Go ahead. You cannot come for Steve Nash. Okay. With John Stockton in the damn Hall of Fame. <laughs> I had a debate with some people. The past, what do first of all, what is John Stockton? It's big. Uh, let me, let me say this. Game average. Thirteen. John Stockton averaged thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. I don't have. Okay. I, I, I got to look it up. But why you talking? I'm going to look it up. But if I'm not mistaken, John Stockton was at least at that time uh, led the league. Led led the league. Broke this. Broke the assist record and uh, had the most steals in NBA history. If I'm not mistaken, I got to look it up though. That. I just don't feel like you can come for Nash for his numbers unless you come for Stockton. Now, I'm not, by any stretch of imagination, saying John Stockton is not a Hall of Famer. Let me say that. I'm saying if you are right with Stockton being in there, you have to be all right with Nash. If you're not all right with Nash, then we're going to talk to Nash after you go talk to John damn Stockton. Uh Talk to him first. Spain, look, look what I got in front of me. Now, I don't, I didn't get steals yet, but I do have assists. John Stockton is still number one in assists and by a lot. Pick and roll. Pick and roll. Spay, I understand your point. My, my point to you is John Stockton is at least number one in something in the NBA history. He's he's first, Jason Kidd is second, and, and I mean John Stockton is leading by like 3,800 and something, or 700 and something. I ain't do the exact math, but it's definitely 3,700 and something. Jason Kidd is second. Steve Nash is third. Steve Nash don't... Steve Nash is third in assists. He's not on the steals list, and he averaged 14 damn points a game. And he got two MVPs. Come on, man. Don't come for Steve Nash. Come on, man. Don't come for Steve Nash. That's all I got to say. Don't come for Steve Nash. All right? Okay. I mean, I already know people want to be mad about that because for some reason, people love Steve Nash. They love Steve Nash, and they give him a lot more credit than I think he deserves. When I think a lot more of that credit should go to Dan Tony, in my opinion, that's my opinion. And can't nobody change my opinion. That's how I feel. You ready to move on? Yeah, I really am, cause I don't want to talk this no more. <laughs> I'm just hey, put Mark Jackson in the Hall of Fame too. Then, damn it, since we just putting people in there for averaging a, a, a little bit over double figures and eight damn dimes. Let's take it to Philly. Gotta take it to Philly Spade. When you go to Philly, you gotta get you a cheese a cheesesteak, bro. I don't know if you ever had a real Philadelphia cheesesteak, but it's it's some of the best I have, cuisine. It's a lot of grease. Ain't it a lot of grease? It's a lot of grease, but it's, it's some of the best cuisine you ever eat from a real Philadelphia cheese cheesesteak spot. I went to a Philly Connection one time. I'm sure it's the same. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. It's not the same, bro. It's not the same. But, Spade, we're going to take it to Philly. And no, we're not talking Ben Simmons and Rookie of the Year because that's a – you want to talk about throwing a grenade, you know what I mean, in the room. That'll just blow the whole room up. We ain't talking about Ben Simmons for Rookie of the Year. We're going to talk about Joel Embiid 
Be, Mar- Markel Folks came back too, by the way. Markel Folks came back yep. and ended yep. up headbutting. It was a loose ball. Markel Folks ended up headbutting Joe LMB in his face and broke his or fractured his orbital bone. And Joe LMB just had successful orbital bone surgery this morning. Space. Yep. Philadelphia. No Embiid. They and they actually came out. Philadelphia actually came out today and said that Joel Embiid is expected to to miss at least one game in the playoffs. Talk to me about this injury. Uh, look, it's a freak accident. I don't want to pick on Markel, folks. It's kind of hard not to. When you're number one overall pick, you miss the entire season. When you do surface with some footage that you play in, your shot looks horrendous. You finally get back in the lineup. They ask you about your shoulder. Instead of just saying no comment or I don't want to talk about it, you just stare like a little crazy person. You mm-hmm. just stare. And then in your second game back, you head but the star of the team and you break his face. Dang. It's, it's, it's super unfortunate. The good news is uh, Embiid will be okay. Embiid will be okay. The team will still make the postseason. They should. They will. If I'm not mistaken, I think I hate, they end, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they, they will. They good. And I hate to admit it, LaParis, but Uh-oh. it kind of gives Embiid a rest. It kind of it kind of gives Embiid a rest going into the postseason. So, Spade, I mean, it's a free accident, Markel. I ain't going to give you no hard time, Markel. I ain't going to give you no hard time, bro, with your little hard-headed ass. You just, you know, I ain't going to give you no. I ain't going to give you no smoke. Spade, people were saying Embiid for MVP. This this will hurt that candidacy. Stop. Nobody's saying that. Stop. <laughs> bro, that's what they say. Yeah. Bro, That's what they say. Nobody. Oh my God. Space always think I'm trying to come at James Harden. Like, I don't like James Harden. It, it took a Gerald Bro, Green for them to beat Phoenix. I didn't even say nothing about Gerald James Green. Harden. That's how I know you trolling. That's how what? I know you trolling. I ain't even say nothing about James Harden. You went there because that's how I know you trolling. Stop. Bro, stop. You always think I'm trying to come at your neck, bro. I'm telling you, stop. people were saying MB for MVP. Nobody was saying that. Okay. Listen, man. I, I feel like I feel like this is a big injury, man. You saying there's much to do about nothing? I feel like this is a big injury, man. He's a major part to that team. I mean, it, we see a these these type of bigs like Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, these type of guys that can stretch the field, still put you in a, in the blender in the post, can put the ball on the ground. These are special type of individual. They they rare they rare breeds. It's not a lot of these guys, and I feel like. His versatility is what makes what makes the uh I was about to say the Eagles. The 76 is what they are. And if you telling me, I don't know who they would be matched up with right now in the playoffs, but if you telling me they don't have MB for whatever series that is, that whole first round series, they lose. I don't care who it is. I don't care who it is. They losing. They need MB. So, I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe Ben Simmons going to actually start shooting. Maybe he going to start making some of his shots. Spade, I don't know if you have it in front of you. Do you have like the standings? Who they, who they will play? Uh, I'm a click away. I, I, Give me a I moment. I think they, I think they fourth. I think they fourth right now. Yeah, they fourth. They were, they will play Indiana, man. And I don't know. I don't know that. Oh. I don't know. Oh, that. Ain't... Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know if they. Good. I don't know if they can win that series, bro. If they, I don't know if they can win that series with no Embiid. They would definitely need Embiid. We already know. Uh, Indiana has a has a big of their own in Miles Turner. They got another big in Thad Young. They got another big in, in Sabonis. 
They got another big and big Al Jefferson. So, I mean, they got bodies they can throw out there. And I don't, whew, I don't know, man. And B going down is a, is a major issue. They better hope. They'll be you okay. know, you got to always I, be wonder, like, Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. I, I might have heard wrong. I thought they said he's going to miss one first round playoff game. Yeah, I said what one game. Saying? I said one game, oh, yeah. but I mean, yeah, you know, that's, that's, a, that's, that's, the esti- that's the estimation. What if it don't heal properly? I mean, we never know. It can be anything. Uh, they going to throw a mask on this dude. He'll be back in no time. They'll be fine. Okay. I, I hope you're right. I mean, I, I enjoy I enjoy Joel Embiid on Twitter, but I, I enjoy watching the kid play, man. I like watching him play, man. He he still, he bringing back kind of that kind of that old flavor spade when he popping shit to everybody. He don't care who you are. He popping shit to everybody. Getting in Westbrook ass, like, that's the type of play he is. Not like that. So I, I want him to be all right, man. I hate another injury for Joel Embiid because Markel folks want to headbutt him in the face. Little hard-headed ass. Be all right. Let's go ahead and wrap this show up, man. Last segment of the show today, folks. You already know what it is. We call this a strong arm performer of the week. It is a podcast award of excellence. And we give it away twice a week. We give it to a male or female who raised his or her level of play to ensure that their team got the victory. Prepares you on the hot seat. Who is your strong on performer of the week and why? Don't mess this up, bro, because you've been dropping the ball all year. What are you Don't talking mess about? Last year, last year, last week I gave it to... Let me be quiet. Listen, man, yep. I got to give mine to a guy. Of course. <laughs> of course you do. I'm giving mine to a guy that played out of his mind. Not only did he play out of his mind, he set the franchise record in points. And there's been a lot of notable guys, guys that guys that people tell us are the best at their position. KG. That's what people tell us. But these guys played for such franchise, for that franchise, and you know, never this guy broke the record. And I got to talk I'm talking about Carl Anthony Town. They call him the big cat. Spade, he went 19 of 32. It's like 59% from the field. Six from eight from three. If my math correct, that's 75% from the field. 12 of 15 from the line. 15 15 dimes. I mean, 15 rebounds. Four dimes. And had 50 damn six points. And a 126-114 win over the Atlanta Hawks. Spade, good God. Carl Anthony Whoa, Town. whoa, whoa, whoa. Over Go- the who? What you say? Huh? Over the who? The Atlanta Hawks. What do you mean? The, the Hawks from Atlanta? The ones that's trying to lose? Spade, he come on, man. You, you ain't, I ain't about to let you do this. No. Make me feel all icky inside to give it to somebody playing against the Hawks. They Spade. don't, don't want to win. He went bananas, though, Spade. Like, they could have... He went bananas. We already know Tibbs play, play, play his people 89 minutes a game. And I mean, Carl Anthony, Anthony Towns had 56 points. I don't even know why you allow. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns had it going so much, Spade, that he played 41 minutes. I don't even know. I mean, it was a close game. And I mean, Minnesota is definitely fighting for a playoff, a playoff berth. And Carl Anthony Towns, I went, let me tell you what I like about Carl Anthony Towns. Not only is he from Jersey. That, we ain't talking about that. No, that's all you like. You can stop right no, there. No, no, no. I knew you that's, was gonna say. No, 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 baby. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. They, they, they interviewed him after the game. They interviewed him after the game, and he was like, "You know what? I'm happy that me scoring all these points and setting the franchise record 
You know, he said all the right things, saying it was humbling that the fans was giving him standing ovation and all that. But he said, I'm glad that I was able to do that to help my team um, still push for this playoff berth. Because they trying to get in the playoff berth. When you got a guy like Andrew Wiggins that's like, I need more touches. Andrew Wiggins was averaging 20 damn points. 20 damn points. And they wasn't making the playoffs. He's averaging 16, 17 points now. And they they in the playoffs. They they just the closest they ever been to making the playoffs. And he wanted bitch him on about not getting more touches. Let's be honest. Carl Anthony Towns is saying all the right things, Spade. Not to mention Vince the night before, Ben Simmons wanted to play PUBG with with uh Carl Anthony Towns. And Towns was like, I got a game to play. And he was Ben Simmons was like, Who you play? And he was like, I gotta play, <laughs> I gotta play the Hawks. And Ben Simmons said, Oh, you got all the time in the world. And then right behind that, the next game the Hawks played, Ben Simmons went, on, went out there and dropped the damn triple-double on him. But go ahead, Spade. Which is why I'm saying this accolade don't matter. Listen. It don't matter. Carl Anthony Towns, for that performance, you are my strong-arm performer of the week. Carl Anthony Towns. Did you just use your strong-arm performer of the week segment to take another jab at Wiggins? Is that yes. what you just did? That's terrible. I want to like Wiggins, bro. You want to know how many points Wiggins had? No, you don't. You want to know how many points Wiggins had? No, I don't. 17. I want to get my award away. 7 to 13. He had two rebounds, three assists, two steals. Hey, that's that's above 50%. He shot well. Yeah, he shot 53% from the field. Yeah. Should have gave it to Wiggins. He still had his damn 17 points, though. Go ahead, Spade. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. Let me get this thing. Listen, man. Listeners... Of strong arm sports guys girls ladies and gentlemen i got something for you this is gonna be an iconic moment here on strong arm sports oh, i'm taking my one my one sas strong arm performer of the week trophy and i'm handing it to two individuals you know what, what i'm handing it to what are Listen, we doing i'm handing it to jackie young and also Enrique agumbawale for Beating UConn. That's right. I'm giving it to the Notre Dame fighting Irish girls. Let me tell you, I got some stats right here. First of all, I don't know if you saw Gino, but Gino looked mad. You better keep an eye on Gino. Last time I saw somebody look that mad, it was TMZ filming Fabulous. And he was mad. Keep an eye on Gino, y'all. I don't know what Gino gonna do. Let me tell you what these what these uh lady fighting Irish did though. Jackie Young came out there and gave UConn 30. Two of them damn things. And, of course, you, you got to talk about my girl, Agumba Wale, who hit the shot, heard around the world. It was a three in OT. Bang! Get your ass out of here, Gino. I don't know that she said that to him, but Kobe was in attendance supporting UConn, and even he had to get these ladies their props. Notre Dame, man. Go ahead and take care of business. Go ahead and win it all. With that performance, you girls are my strong arm performers of the week. So he wanted to complain about my strong arm performer and he done split the trophy in half and gave it to two feet. I didn't split it in half. They both reached a hand out and I put it in like four palms. It's a big award. You can do that. Jesus Christ. Spade, you know I hate everything Notre Dame. Wait, you know I hate everything Notre Dame, bro. Are you not going to congratulate them? Spade, you know I hate everything Notre Dame. And I mean, it ain't uh, like we ain't seen UConn women lost last year. They ain't win the title last they, year. They beat Gino. Anytime Gino go down, it's, it's something to celebrate. Listen, man. That's parody. I hate everything That's what you like Dame. you in the NFL. NFL folks say parody. Parody. Everybody was in the comment section like, Spade, it's okay 
if the uh, men's college basketball players aren't trying and they losing on purpose because they ready to go pro, at least it's parody. At least it's upsets. Y'all like upsets? Damn it. Bang the like and, and support the Notre Dame fighting Irish women for they win. Fate. You guys need to have a problem. Not give no female athletes they props. I want to apologize to all of you. That's not my true. My co-host not I, giving I y'all y'all don't, props. I, I'm not rock. I don't like Notre Dame. Yeah. I don't like anything Notre Dame. Go ahead. Give them their damn props. Give them their props. Fate, you asking us to add? You not gonna give them their props? No. I, I'm not. I'm not. Wow. I'm not about to I'm rap just, for Notre Dame, bro. I'm not I am this I'm not rapping for Notre Dame, bro. I nope. have never seen you act like this. Nope. This is bad. Not rapping for I, Notre Dame, bro. Nope. I, well, I guess let's just. I say rep for them. I say give them their props. They went out there. I mean, they, they competed. Points. They won a game. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can't go All down right. before I'm not. That's right. I'm about to leave the show. Let's rap. Let's go. Listen, man. I, listen. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Strong Arm Sports. As usual, if you new here, bang the subscribe button. If, if you are, you are regular, bang the like button. It take two seconds. It take two seconds. There's also a little bell up there. You can click that bell. It gives you a, a mobile notification right to your mobile device. Sends you a notification right nice. to your mobile device. To nice. let you know when a new episode has been uploaded of Strong Arm Sports. We want to thank you guys for your continued support. If you don't want to see... Two dudes arguing in the box. We got audio podcasts everywhere. For now, Podomatic, SoundCloud, iTunes, we everywhere. We want to thank you guys for your continued support. Facts. We got merch. I keep telling y'all, we got merch. Copy your hoodie, copy your shirt. Summertime. too. I mean, they, they fire. They fire. Mine on the way. Listen, cop some merch. Show your support. If you tweet us that you cop merch, tweet us the picture. Uh, Instagram us the picture. We post it on our gram over there. You can follow us on Instagram as well. Um, yep. We post clips of the show over there. We want to thank you guys for your continued support. And we'll see you guys next episode. We out. Peace.